The Inspired Incompetence Podcast is brought to you by the Duke Liquid Plumbing Product, the rad way to bust your dirt snakes today. How's everybody doing today? Interesting. Yeah, that's a new <laughs> one. Good. They're always new ones. <laughs> they are always new I don't ones. recycle these. Well, maybe you should start. <laughs> so, we leveled up last session. Woo! As you guys uh, get ready to go to go to bed. Third night, I believe, in Vigil. 11,500 people. Big old city. I don't like where this is going. What? Uh, you, you're already... I'm just... You're going over the numbers and this, uh, like the numbers of this uh, town here. It's just a fun fact. Uh, like okay. I've, I've been telling you guys like every session that you guys are in vigil with 11,500 people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's just a, you know, it's just like a little, little, just a little pamphlet, a little sightseeing guide. Did you know that vigil has 11,500 people in it? Uh, so yeah, we are now level nine. So that's fun. Who wants to go over their level nine goodies? So yeah, so I'll go first with, uh, with level nine. Obviously there was a feat, which everyone gets there. And for that, I took Ability Focus, which gives me a plus two on all of my DCs associated with my Wild Talents. And we haven't actually seen too many of those Wild Talents yet, um, at least not with DCs, because everything I've been casting has mostly been like self-buffing and pure attacking and whatnot. But at ninth level, I got a new Infusion. And for that, I took the Entangling Infusion. It's a two-burn infusion, which gets mitigated by my um, by my specialization right now. But if it's as long as it's the only one that I use. But what it does is anything that I hit with my ice blast, my cold blast, while I'm using this infusion, is automatically entangled. And there's a either an escape artist or strength check to break out of it, or just doing damage to the material that's entangling them. But I figured that was a nice one-two punch taking that entangling infusion and making it a little tougher to bust out of. There's no save? No save against the entangle. And if I hit them again while they're entangled, they become rooted in place. So you're free, like just freezing them in place, basically. Yeah. For another little fun bit, at ninth level, I now possess the capability to maximize my blasts. <laughs> so what I've been doing, like... I've had the Empower feat for a while, which allows me to spend one burn to essentially treat my blasts as if they had like the Empower meta magic feat. Which is one and a half times damage, right? Yes. Now at this level, I can spend, I can still do the Empower, or I can spend two burn to maximize the damage. Or I can which spend. Is just full damage? Yeah. Or I can spend three burn to do both. You can do both? Yeah. Dude, hey, that's that's wrong. Yes, Alex. <laughs> you know what else is wrong? Uh, Matt's uh, summary of his entangling infusion. What? Uh, it's if you look at it's like the it's like a format for a spell. There is an entry called saving throw, and it says reflex negates. Okay, you you didn't solve the real issue though. That for three burn, Matt can just decide I'm going to do a hundred plus damage. Look, I'm not a miracle worker, okay? <laughs> I, all right, that's fair. I'm not even mad about you, about you not being able to fix that yet. <laughs> oh, man. So, I, I, I knew. that was like, there's no fucking way. Okay, yeah, no, you... It's just automatically entangled. No, you're right. Still, the fact that Ruyar can fly up, root you to the ground, 
and then deal out 108 damage guaranteed is yeah it's something all right uh was that was that it <laughs> dare to ask if there's more i mean my elemental overflow also went up to a plus three which just gives me some uh it just gives me some like minor buffs depending on how much burn i have taken for the day yeah. just dares you to push yourself a little farther yeah i mean hell and, when, uh, when we went to rest here i was at sitting at five burn and i definitely could have taken more if i was less careful all right so who wants to go next follow that up i'll follow that up all right um, <laughs> so usually when i build characters i usually am like oh i want to do like i want a character that can do this thing right and then once i've kind of established that i figure out like who could who could actually facilitate that thing when i built utrid i wanted to build kind of like a crit fisher just kind of fishing for critical strikes and stuff so level nine was big because I get critical perfection. Um, and what that does is it allows me to add my intelligence uh, modifier on my critical hit confirmation rolls when I'm using oh, wow. my scimitar. So if you threaten, you're almost guaranteed to confirm. Yep. Which I can get to a 15 through 20 as a crit threat. And then... The second part of Critical Perfection is that it allows me to use my level, use my levels in place of my base attack bonus in order to qualify for Critical Focus. So, and so that's I your don't, intelligence modifier plus four. For plus four, because that's the feed I took for level nine. So Damn. I'm adding effectively a plus 10 to any confirmation rolls. Nice. Yep. So this is kind of. When I was building Uchirid, it was like, this is what I've always been trying to get to. This is like the fruition of what I actually envisioned him doing. So if if you if you critical threat on a natural 15 and you hit, as long as you get a 5 or higher, you're guaranteed to confirm on your confirmation roll. Yeah. So basically the idea is if I get a crit, threat, uh, a crit threat, I should be confirming it. Yeah. That's awesome. Get ready to see a lot of magic crits, because that was I the also, whole second part of Uhtred. Yeah, that's so that that was pretty cool. That felt starting to come together. Yeah, felt felt really rewarding getting Uhtred to this point. Um, I can't wait to kill him. <laughs> you got it. You have bigger fish to fry. <laughs> that's true. I got two two new spells for this level. Um, I invested them both into third level spells. And I took um, haste, just because haste is so solid. Yep. Um, and then fuck Rogyard, being the only asshole that gets to fly around. I took fly. Nice. Yeah. So join me in the skies, brother. Maneuverability cool. seems to be uh, a weakness of Uchard. So if I can start flying to where he needs to be, say the party in general. Yeah. Like when you throw down conditions on the basic level or make us climb shit, like. Yep. We struggle in that aspect. Yeah, I think that was pretty much it. I rolled uh, the best I've ever rolled on my HP for the level, so that was nice, too. <laughs> I'd say a good level for Uhtred. No fucking Rogar level bullshittery, but, <laughs> but definitely solid. Very nice. How about Vipira? You know, 
Viper got that uh, 5d6 um, on her sneak attack bonus now. Nice. And uh, she also took Twist Away, which anytime that I am forced to make a Fortitude save, instead I could replace it with a Reflex save. What? That's anytime you have to make a Fortitude save? If I'm forced to, I may make a reflex save instead. As an immediate action. As an immediate And then action. she is staggered until the end of her next turn. Aha. That's still, that feels pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what, what's the difference between your fortitude and your reflex? Oh, uh, seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's like, yeah, that, now, that's like functionally a plus seven bonus on her fortitude saves. Uh, Uhtred is so safe. You two better cover your asses. <laughs> okay. Yep, there you go. Vampir uh, is uh, covering her ass. Yep. Um, and uh, let's so let's uh, tune in to uh, Randolph and see how he's covering everybody's ass. Yeah. So uh, this was finally the level where I was going to take uh, healer hands. And then um, I decided not to take that in favor of wearing that juicy plus three full plate that we've got. So uh, sorry about your luck, guys, but daddy's going to be an absolute uh, beef tank on the front lines with Elias. <laughs> so you, you took uh, heavy armor proficiency as your feet. Yes. You guys got road guard to heal you up. It's, it's all good. And yeah. uh, I'm building he'll be, towards he'll be around it. forever. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, I'm building towards healer hands next time because I realize there's a couple skill points I gotta I gotta insert into heal and uh, knowledge planes before it's really I guess I neglected them <laughs> all levels prior so that's the next one look out for that okay. and uh, let's see what did I get I rolled shitty on my HP and my saves were fine they went up a little bit the level three spell i got a new one and i was gonna pick displacement but then i was thinking you know why displace the beef tank i'm already uh getting huge in that regard so what if i too believed i could fly Ooh. <laughs> i mean i don't want you guys having all the fun in the sky uh, I get FOMO. The only thing I was I just gonna on. leave Vipera behind on the ground. <laughs> just leave. Just leave that you know, I got invisibility. Fuck you guys. They can still see oh, you. You. Can, you can cast fly. On oh, I mean, creatures. I could also cast invisibility. Yeah. I just don't. And also, like, um, you can also cast displacement on other creatures too. That's true. Yeah. yeah. About that. I I also have displacement. <laughs> I will say another thing too. I, I, I'm sure you're gonna get to it in a second, but at this level. Um, Thalias also gains flight when he's in his incorporeal form. Okay, yes. that's what yes, I was going to ask. I, I didn't know if I just sort of left him on the ground, because that felt really bad. Um, Actually, this is really good that, for us. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, speaking of Thalias, that's pretty much all I get. Thalias got some cool stuff. He got the bodyguard feet. Uh, so, let me... Read this. When an adjacent ally is attacked, you may spend an attack of opportunity to make the aid another action to improve the ally's AC by 2 versus the triggering attack. You need to make an attack roll versus an AC of 10. So I'm guessing it's just sort of like a, a save versus a guaranteed or versus a natural one. 
Yeah, as long as you don't roll a natural one, you're you, you got it. And uh, yeah, so you start hucking attacks of opportunities of people, and uh, him and me in the fray. It's uh, it's the dream, and then yep. us flying is the the night there. Okay, so that's everybody's level up. Uh, so let's uh, let's get started. Here we are in Vigil, eleven thousand five hundred people, and uh, you guys are sleeping soundly in arcane marks. But I believe Uhtred said he was going to wake up and do his like end of night normal watch. watch. Correct. Give me a perception check. Twenty three. You hear what sounds like somebody climbing up the side of the building. Like maybe your your window is like cracked open or something. Like you can hear you can hear somebody like not being very quiet. It. Like, the window into my room or like the window in the hallway like you hear it you hear it outside the window in your room that like leads that like like you know faces the outside okay and it's it's clearly somebody climbing up it's not like oh i hear something but it's windy out so is it that yeah i mean it might not be a person but yeah it sounds like someone or something is making their way up the side of the building okay and Royar and Randolph are in the same room as Uhtred? I think so. Okay. How fast does it seem like it's coming up pretty, like it's steadily climbing? Uh, well, you don't think that when you, when your perception check alerted you that there was somebody climbing up the building, like, you don't think that, like, they just started, like, it sounds like they're, like, almost like right outside your window. Okay. Um, I'm going to draw Valo. Uh, is this like fully like how far into my shift? I haven't recovered spells or anything. Well, if he's third watch, then that would he would have gotten the full rest before his watch started. Do I have did I have an hour to prepare spells? Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll say you've had time to prepare your spells. Okay. I'm going to spend an arcana point to give myself a to keen my scimitar. And then I want to get over to the window and make a stealth check to, like, peek, you know, get up just high enough so I can look down and see if I see anything coming up. But I don't want to just, like, stand wide in front of it. You know what I mean? Yep. Go ahead. Give me self. I'm going to use my hero point to add a plus eight to this. Yes. That's going to be 21 with the plus eight. Okay. Uh, So you sneak over to the window and you're pretty quiet about it you get over to the window and you like peering out and you see somebody like just about to clear the bottom of the the window frame and they're like climbing up like the rain gutter and they they look up through the window into your room right as i'm looking down yeah like they they don't see you yet because you're like off to the side but like you can see them like looking into the into the room through the glass and you recognize gerald your other brother. Really? Yes. Uh okay. And like as you're as you're watching him, he he's like looking into your room, uh, and just kinda like looking around. He like with with uh with one hand he's like holding onto the rain gutter with the other he's like cupping his his face up to the window and like peering through. Okay. Um well then I'm gonna kinda step out so he can see me. You step out and like 
from behind the the glass. You're like, ah! oh, Gerald, what are you doing? I'll I'll open uh, the window. Okay. He uh, he he like scrambles. He scrambles up into your into your room through the window, and like probably like partially breaks the rain gutter on his way in, and so he like he, like tumbles onto the floor and like straightens up. Oh man, oh, I help him old. up. Oh, thanks, Utrid. You're getting old. Yeah, well, no, you're you're the one staying active. <clears throat> hey, does he, uh, does he look like a little out of shape, a little overweight? He's a little, yeah, a little rotund. But he's like, oh, hey, Utrid, I was I was hoping this was your room. I, I saw you, I saw you yesterday, uh, coming through here. I I, I asked the the guy downstairs, and he he was a little cagey about you know telling me which room you were in, but kind of figured it out. And you thought to climb the side of the inn instead of use the stairs? Well, you can't exactly walk through the front door at, you know, three in the morning. Uh, I just wanted to, I just wanted to see you because I heard you were back in town, but uh, the family, they're, they're kind of crazy right now. Uh, well, I mean, they're always crazy. I, I did think it was odd that you weren't at Father's when I stopped by the other day. Yeah, well, you know, mom is crazy. Uh, wow, <laughs> that's true. But what are you gonna do? It's your mother. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I've been, I've been off doing uh, accounting for dad. Uh, so I, I just wasn't, I wasn't around when, when you came, when you came home. Look, I'm, I'm really sorry about Ryland. Yeah, he, he seems so angry with me. <sighs> He's kind of forcing himself to be. You know, ever, ever since. Uh, he got betrothed to to Cass. Mom kind of handpicked her, and uh, I could tell. Yeah, yeah, she's a she's a a good match. Uh, she belongs to a a wealthy family, and it's a it was it was a good it was a good marriage. But you know, she made she made sure to tell Cass all about you, and so Ryland's been hearing nothing nothing but that garbage. And it's, I don't it's know. So I think ludicrous. I haven't been home in six years. They think I'm just going to show up one day and say, give it to me? I'm, I'm proud of you and Roland. It, it, you've earned it. It's, it wouldn't even be mine to claim. Uh, it's it's more than that, Uhtred. They, you know, It's all about the family image. And, you know, Ryland's supposed to be the, the, the firstborn son, but the more time Uhtred spends up here, that's less and less apparent to outside eyes you understand i i think it's all bullshit anyway but that's neither here nor there i i I don't care what your mother feels or believes i've always been respectful for you guys and father but you know gerald i've always loved you and rollin like you were my brothers from the first day you showed up i know ryland knows that too and i think more than anything he's he's mad at himself because he's allowed himself to become part of this game of politics and he, he knows that he's supposed to push you away the only way to do that is to be you know an asshole like he's been doing and he hates himself for it i see it in his eyes well but if you ever get the chance to let him know for me it's i i still hold no ill will towards him i'll try i I'll probably get in trouble if anybody finds out that I came to see you. Huh. <laughs> yes, you're probably right. Well, 
Is that the only reason you stopped by? Oh, I do appreciate it. I, yeah, I, I, I wanted to see you. I wanted to you know, spend a little time with my my other big brother. <laughs> well, I have to say, it's, it is good to see you. Nushu's going to, like, reach out and give him a hug. Oh, he, he uh, accepts it and gives it back. But I have to be honest with you, Gerald. I'm not sure right now is a good time to be around me. What do you mean? <sighs> well, the reason I'm actually in town is not for the White Blade Festival. What are you doing here? Well, I'm kind of investigating something that happened in Rossler's Coffer almost three weeks ago now. And I came to do that, and I stopped to see Father to warn him. And, well, Gerald, you being a grown man now, it's only right that I give you the same warning I gave him. And Uchard's going to actually, like, kind of start to explain everything to him. Okay. I mean, I imagine that might take, like, a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, I think Uchard wouldn't necessarily give, like, every excruciating last detail, but he also would not be leaving out anything of, substan- of substance either. Okay. Yeah, he, he listens, and he seems to, uh, in a refreshing change of pace, uh, believe you. That would also uh, probably play into Uchard keep keeping going. <laughs> Just to not feel that immediate resistance when telling this story for once. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, by the time you're done. So, yeah, that's, that's why I'm here. And as you can clearly see, bad things are definitely finding their way to in front of me. Hell, I've technically already died. Uchard, so, I don't know what to say. You see, there's no way I'd ever be coming back claiming to the rights of the family. But I tell you this not for your condolences or pity, but the fact of the matter is nobody in Last Wall anywhere is safe right now. So you just need to go forward understanding that and maybe set up a place little ways outside of the town that if something were to happen and you were to survive, you guys could get to and regroup. Father seemed a little resistant to that idea, but, you know, he's always been more concerned about your mother's opinions and thoughts than logic and reason. Yeah, um, wow. Uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Uh, I'll, I don't, I don't want to leave anyone in the family behind, but I'll, I'll have my stuff ready at least. Yeah, I'm just... You know, make sure you guys have some horses around, but... Oh, sure. Yeah, so... In the morning, we're going to be heading into into the sewers to try and find Dundon. At this uh, point, Uchi will kind of look around a little bit and, like, start to notice, like, you know, the sun rising, coming in. Right. You can see on Gerald's face, like, even, even in the face of these horrible things that could be happening, uh, the idea of going into the sewer... Is like, ooh, <laughs> for him. Uh, he says, "Well, I just hope that you're careful down there." Well, I'm as careful as I can be. Be honest with you. At this point, it doesn't even feel like I have a choice anymore. Like, like I should be dead. I should be dead a long time ago, many times over. Like, if I wasn't spared for this reason, what else could it possibly be? I don't know, Uhtred, but 
maybe, maybe it was to come home. Maybe it was to come back to us. And every everybody's being unreasonable right now, but I don't know if if you said that you were staying, what could they do? Well, nothing. Uchra kind of like motions down to Vala, but don't you see, Gerald? How could I, even if I wanted to come home, how could I possibly come home knowing that any second we all, all of you could be killed in an instant? I, I, we didn't even realize what happened in Rossler's coffer. It just, it's blank and boom. And I'm in this boneyard in this, in Rossler's tomb and another plane. Like, I would never be able to come home and just forget about this. You wouldn't Girl. be safe. Gerald shaking his head while you're saying this. And he says, I can't imagine that something like that could happen without the Knights of Ozum being on top of it. Like, in, in Roslar's coffer, maybe. Like, no no offense, Uhtred, but, you know, there's the Knights know, like of Ozum a half are... dozen of you. But yes, here, but... It's, we, have, we have our military, we have our magical protections. We have, you know, we're, we're safe here. You, I, I just can't imagine something like that The thing you here. don't realize, Gerald, is the Knights of Ozum are 900 years out of practice. I've gone to other planes and met incredibly powerful beings and creatures. Tarbafon is of a force we've never even thought about in our lifetime. The Knights of Ozum are ants compared to him now. He's just been sitting there waiting, biding time for 900 years. Maybe he's weak, too. Maybe, but in light of everything that's happened in the last month, it sure seems like he's at least getting stronger if he is weak. We might not have a lot of time before we just won't be able to stop him. Well, hopefully when you go into the sewers, you can catch this Dondon guy and stop him before he does anything horrible. Yes, he, he's our key to who Galdeus is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you can do it, Uhtred. I, I, I want you to stay safe. I, I miss you. I, I, I want, I don't want to, I don't want to see you leave in, with, with things like this. I, I wish we could just be a family again. Well, but, I'll, how about I, this? I know you have to do this. I will promise to do everything in my power. That when, when everyone is safe to come back. I haven't really grappled or accepted this, but the reality is Rossler's coffer does no longer exist. I, my home is gone. So if I, by some grace of a merciful God out there, live through all of this, I promise I'll, I'll come back to Vigil. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that, Uhtred. I, as you should. Look, I got to... I gotta get back before everybody realizes that I'm gone. Everyone's gonna be waking up soon. Yeah, no, it's, it's for the best. Alright. Well, Uhtred, take care of yourself, and, and good luck. You too. Love you, brother. I love you too. Wish me luck climbing back down this damn drain. <laughs> you could probably go down the stairs now. It's gotta be close to seven in the morning. You know what? I think I'm just gonna take the stairs. That's probably a good idea. You're looking a little more robust than I remember. Make him climb it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, we can't all be city guards, brother. Someone's got to count the numbers. 
Yes, no, you, I, I get it, but you don't always need to have seconds at every meal either. So, uh, Gerald, uh, quietly opens the the door and slips out. And, Love you, uh, Gerald. <laughs> Nick, take a hero point. Nice. Oh, nice. So, not too long after that, uh, everybody wakes up from their night rest, feeling a whole level stronger. Oh. So, what do you guys do? Well... First things first, we've got some stuff that we should probably go out and sell before, you know, in case we need anything just to reprovision before we go delving into the sewers. Yep. And another thing, um, you guys are planning on, well, I don't know. What are, what are you planning as far as Yando is concerned? Who? <laughs> wow, too wow. soon. He, Just kidding. He died. That's what that's what you sound like, Alex, you jerk. <laughs> mm. Good save. Uh, so we we didn't really go over it last week, but like I, I have to imagine you guys didn't just leave his body at the dye works. Fuck no. The man's a hero. He should be paraded around the city. <laughs> or at least one of those cool coffin dances. You seen those on the internet? Yeah. No. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's what, like, just kind of like in the carriage, like wrapped up in a blanket or something? Pretty much. Yeah, probably. Okay. So what's the plan with with Yando? Like, I know you guys are about to go like go shopping and stuff, but you know that I think I I would assume Yando might be high on that list as well. We wake up feeling great. Gonna go shopping. Gonna get some new <laughs> stuff. Open the carriage door. Oh my God, Yando! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah what's the plan is it too late to bring him back to life no no like we could get a raised dead spell for i think it was like a couple thousand golds and then however much to pay the person to cast it just speaking from experience it would be sweet to have yendo in this uh in this delve we're about to go on in addition to you know i like yendo and want him to be alive so raised dead uh, in addition to whatever it would cost for, like, a, to to pay somebody to cast the spell for you, uh, it requires a diamond worth five thousand gold, and any creature brought back to life with a raised dead spell is brought back to life with two permanent negative levels. <clears throat> oh God! And to get rid uh, of those, like a zombie. Well, to get rid of those negative levels, that would also then cost like um either two castings of restoration or one casting of greater restoration yeah so which is even more expensive material components to do yeah so with restoration uh you can remove one permanent negative level with uh diamond dust worth 1000 gold but you can only do that once per week greater restoration requires diamond dust uh, 5,000 gold worth of diamond dust and it just all permanent negative levels are gone so basically you're looking at 5,000 gold for raise dead and then 1,000 gold to get rid of one negative level and that's the best that you can do for a week or 5,000 gold to bring Yano back to life and then 5,000 gold to remove his negative levels now I, I just have one more question Sure. If I go res this Yando fellow, I'm not going to hear it from Thalias, am I? 
<laughs> like sitting there like, oh, okay. You okay, son of a bitch. gathered up uh, Yendo's body, took him, got him healed, and uh, he's back yeah. living, yeah. and here I am. Well, to that point... It wasn't we, exactly an option. Yeah, we didn't have that Thalias ability died. when Thalias died. Although, but theoretically, we, sort could, of hearing, we could do we, it now. We could go to Roslar Scoffer, just dig up Thalias, just cut off a finger and bring it back, <laughs> and we could resurrect Thalias. Yeah. Although. All right, so I think I think that's the play that uh, <laughs> you know I I resurrect Yando and then I'm like don't worry Elias we're gonna do it for you too pal and then that's like our our bond you, just keep, you know and then you just keep like stringing them along with with promises of <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 don't worry next week uh, that's it's such a long trip all right so yeah so Ray's dead I think is gonna be the best. Uh, Probably. Best thing for you. All right, cool. Yeah, so let's <laughs> revive him and put him on bed rest, and we'll sort him out later. What I don't need is Yendo dying again, and two negative levels sort of seems like he's not at his best, and maybe maybe coming back from being dead isn't, like, the best mental headspace to be in, you know? <laughs> Ask the lies. I was just thinking <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's madness over here, so. So, yeah, uh... It sounds like you guys have decided that you want to try to bring Yando back and just kind of bench him for now uh, and also do some shopping. So let's hit play on that whole thing. So shopping first or Yando first? Well, Yando first. Yeah, let's do Yando first. Well, we should sell the stuff first. Because that'll right, be what right. we use to fund bringing Yando back. My peer would be fuming with this thought that we're going to be... That bitch should be doing it for us. We've done everything for her. She owes us. Why are we just settling to pay for it? I want Yando back. I want Yando back. Well, but Vipira, I'm pretty sure that she's not going to do it just out of pure spite towards you at this point. Now, I think you, we you might have better... You did kind of burn that bridge, girl. I, I think we might have better luck barking up Elaine of Arvasos tree. Uh, also, before we get started, um, I believe we have an unidentified magical pearl, if anyone wants to try and identify it. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah I would. What do I do for that? Spellcraft? Spellcraft. Oh, 25. Ah! 34. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so Uchard got a 34 spellcraft check. Uh, you identify this as a pearl of power for a second-level spell. Okay. Uh, am I still the only one that can use those? It's only for prepared spellcasters, so yes. No one has an issue if I take that one, too, then? That's fine with me. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> okay, so... Um, after selling all of the stuff that we acquired yesterday in game, we have all the stuff except minus. for except for the full plate, which you can put on. Yes. Uh, after selling all that stuff, we have twenty thousand seven hundred gold to play with. We're rich. So you guys go find Elena. Elena, or are you doing some shopping first? Uh, well, uh, let's let's we we'll sell all the stuff so that we have the cash, and then we'll go see Eluna Vapor oh, Varvatos. God damn it, Matt! I just adjusted. 
Well, well I guess we can. Yeah, well, we just have, take we whatever have, costs we, out of that. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll divvy it up. We just okay. We'll see what we have left okay. after doing this. Okay, so you uh, you're traveling through the uh, the streets of Vigil, which are uh, as they've been uh, a bustle with uh, festival goers. You're approaching the Sancta Ayama Day uh, with its bells uh, ringing in celebration of the festival. And, yeah, so you, you enter and uh, all too easily you find uh, Aluna. Uh, and she is in the middle of a conversation with Ralphus Gandry. Well, isn't that interesting? Isn't it? Ralphus is speaking with an air of desperation. Eluna is... She's holding herself in a way that, like... Like, she's trying to, like, talk somebody away from a ledge. And as you all approach, uh, they they turn and they spot you. And Eluna kind of, like, reaches an arm out to Ralphus. But Ralphus, like, approaches you all, uh very quickly and Aluna seems like she's like kind of in an uncomfortable position like she she wants to like intervene with what he's doing but she feels like it's like not her place or something and Ralphus approaches you and uh, he says is it true you found Doswin Arbery beaten half to death uh, taken captive by just some ruffians Uchard will look at uh, Elena and as he's looking at her, say, Well, I see news travels quite fast here in Vigil. Then I look back to Ralphus and say, It, it is true. She was, she's been knocked around quite a bit. He, like, he hides his face in, like, on the inside of his elbow. And, like, he, he looks extremely upset. And he kind of, like, steps off to the side for a second and, like, faces away from you all. It looks like he's, like, holding back tears. Aluna kind of steps forward, and she says, Ralphus has taken this news uh, quite hard. And Ralphus turns back around, and he says, Because it's all my fault! I told you, I... Just trying to save my own skin two years ago, and look where it's got me. Now we have the whispering way of all people crawling around our city, burning down smithies and capturing our own men just because I well, what are you gonna do about it now Ralphus he kind of like looks around for a second kind of like lost in, in, in kind of like, like the emotions of the moment too he's not he's not being gentle in his tone or demeanor after he's had a second to kind of collect himself he he straightens himself up a little bit and he's, he's still like clearly very still still very upset but uh seems to be like gotten a hold of himself a little bit and he uh he he grasps his uh his pike in in two hands Uhtred starts nodding his head in approval and he holds it out to you Uhtred for you to take to take his pike yeah <laughs> what <laughs> this guy can't get anything right yeah <laughs> you're going to need that Ralphus he shakes his head and he says, I don't deserve it. No. I hereby resign, and I'm off to turn myself in for crimes against the safety of this city. Oh. Now, see, I was under the impression as a strong military man you weren't a coward. What good will that do our city now? No. 
You, you do not, you don't earn the right to resign at this moment. What you're going to do is you're going to make amends for your wrongs. And you're going to do it for Doswin. You still have some pull in this town. Why don't you work on leaving a better lasting image? And there's a saying back where I come from, Ralphus. Uh, once the cattle have been split up, then the tiger strikes. Stop letting the tiger split the cattle. Do your part and keep us together. That's the only way we're going to get through this. Ralphus is kind of stunned at your reactions. He just kind of like looks at the pike in his hands. He says, but I'm guilty of insubordination and treason. We do not punish men for the evil deeds of others. Those evil deeds were enabled by me, don't you see? Well, at this point, you're just annoying me. Shut up, you're off the hook, grab your pike, and get over it. What she said. Perhaps there is some good I can do up here by trying to bring awareness of the situation to, to more people. Well, don't that's it, using your noggin. Well, hold up. Now, we don't want to cause panic. A light touch, Ralphus. I'm perfectly calm. <laughs> <laughs> the more people that know, the uh, we don't want the streets to get rowdy, and especially with it being this busy already, we know that won't end well. I'm sure yeah, you're, you're right. There, there must be 11,500 people in the city right now. <laughs> God damn it. They oh hate you bringing yeah, up that number. <laughs> yeah, it's really starting to scare me. I'm sure Elena certainly has work that you could do for her. Uh, there's a lot of good you can still provide to us, Ralphus. Yes, I, I'll be. I'll try not to get anybody worked up. It, perhaps, perhaps working under false pretenses would be the best way to do it to find secondary reasons just tell them that Sito sent you (laughs) yes yes of course Sito everybody loves her very well I I thank you for talking some sense into me I promise I will do everything I can to earn the freedom that you have just given me I have no doubts that you will. He, uh, like, a little awkwardly kind of, like, backs away and then, like, turns around and marches out of the Sanctayama Day. So then it's just you guys and, uh, Aluna. I see you've had a busy morning, huh? Yes, he marched in here not too long ago and, well, you, you saw how he was. I took, it took a little bit to even get it out of him, uh, what was wrong. Uh, he just said, kept saying that he needed to speak to you all but uh judging from you being back here uh, and from the news that i've heard it sounds like your investigations have been uh successful uh even if i was uh, forgive me uh, hoping that you were merely working on false leads the our success came at a steep price which is why we are actually here go on you remember the ranger, Yando, who was with us last we were here? Uh, yes, yes, I, I remember. The, the bowman. Yes. Well, unfortunately, he did not make it out with his life. And it's not, he did not deserve to die that way. We were hoping that 
If you, or maybe you could put us in contact with somebody capable of resurrecting him, we'd like to raise him from the dead. Of course. Uh, I would be happy to help. I can perform the spell immediately, I just don't have the the diamond that uh, is required for it. Uh, Did we buy a diamond as a part of our wheelings and dealings, knowing that it would come to this? Yeah, we, yeah, came here? we have the money to buy it. Okay, we've got the money to buy it. Gotcha. Elena says, if if you can provide the the diamond for the spell, I will I'll happily uh, I'll happily uh, use uh, use my magics to restore your friend. Okay. Well, then we'll be back shortly. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really like a nothing task for you to go find uh, a diamond. Uh, so you do. You bring it back to Eluna. She says, uh, very well. Um, uh, uh, real quick, real quick. While we're getting that diamond, I would also like uh, to grab a bunch of like diamond dust because... Again, Rogiar. Oh, Ro- yeah, good thing. Rogiar is still sitting on a couple negative levels, yeah, as is Thalias. So, yeah, that's smart. If we could press her for a couple restoration spells, that would be appreciated as well. All right. So, how much diamond dust do you buy? I mean, honestly, I, I'd say like, does anyone object to me getting like two thousand gold worth? Nope. No, no objections here. Because that's enough for the two castings that we need here, and then enough to have in our back pocket if we need it in the future. Yep. That yeah, sounds good. I got better things to, to do than buying diamond dust. Let's buy it once and have it. All right. So you return. Uh, and Luna says, oh, very well. Uh, if you have your friend with you, uh, you can bring him in. Uh, I'll, I will uh, escort you uh, into the back of the temple where we can perform the ritual in privacy. All right. I go uh, head out to grab Oliando. Okay. I've, uh, I'll, I'll have Thalias out in his uh, disguise, and we'll carry him in. All right. Uh, Eluna actually like she like goes out with you to kind of like officiate oh, the whole thing because like you're carrying a corpse out of the back of a of a carriage into a church. And, right. Uh, right. No, that makes so sense. It's and it's probably like little imagination, like what is wrapped around. Uh, this blanket or cloths or whatever it is you have Yando wrapped up in. So she, so she goes out with you and I mean, she still lets you be the one to, to carry him. But then she, uh, she escorts you back into the church and, uh, into a back room. And there's a, it's not like a table, but it's like a raised, a raised portion of the, of the floor that is clearly meant to, uh, have a, uh, like a creature, uh, lay down on. So uh, she instructs you to set Yando down on that. So then she she takes the the diamond in her hand and she begins casting the spell. Uh, so during the the minute of casting, uh, she's holding the diamond uh, up and like chanting prayers to Ayamade, uh, beseeching her to return Yando to life. And the diamond that she's holding uh, lights up, and it's just like glowing this ultra bright light and it starts to just kind of levitate a little bit and it's like hovering above her outstretched hand and as she's uh chanting uh just like little little flakes of the diamond start peeling off of peeling off of it and uh like tumbling through the air over to yando 
who she's standing right next to. And the diamond flakes, they like settle onto Yando and just start. So like after the minute, Yando's just covered in all these little diamond flakes that are like paper thin. And he's just like this big Yando shaped wrapping of diamond flakes. And when she's done casting the spell, all the diamonds just like coalesce into each other and it becomes one solid piece like one paper thin uh layer of diamond wrapped around yando and uh they light up again and all these hairline fractures start appearing over the shell and then after it's gotten so cracked that it doesn't even look like a diamond anymore uh it just crumbles apart and you see yando uh without the acidic burns without the like all the all the damage that he had taken from getting slammed around by that ooze and getting constricted he just looks like like a pure uh un undamaged yando and yando opens <laughs> his eyes bad ass i don't know what i thought the spell would look like but that exceeded expectations he he looks around and he sees you and he says oh how you going guys we're going down to the sewers. Get ready. <laughs> Don't <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Yando. <laughs> I say really slowly and wave my arm. He says, "What?" And he like he starts to like sit up, but then he his eyes get super wide. He just and he uh, he twists around. He just vomits onto the floor. Yeah, it's, <sighs> it's not the most fun coming back to life. Aluna says, "Yes, that can that can happen." Yando says. What happened? Where where am I? Well, Why am I laying died. on this thing? You did die a bit. Do you remember going to the dye works last night? Yeah. Yeah. I died at the dye works, eh? You died at the <laughs> dye works. It was not pretty. Oh, I should have seen that coming. You weren't the only one that died. That hired sword took it first before you. But I, I, we're yeah, not yeah, resurrecting I re- him. I remember that now. Yep. Well, wow, you really, you you guys brought me back, really? You didn't deserve to die like that. This isn't even your fight, Yando. I I, don't, I, I don't uh, I put my arm on him, and Thalias uh, puts his arm on him. You're a great man, Yando. We can't lose you. Not yet. Not like that. My peer is trying to pull like this super cool kind of like composed person in the corner, but like you could kind of see her like. Come on, like we need to start fucking mounting up here because I'm like, I'm tearing up, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was just kind of a little speechless. He's, I don't know what to say, guys. I I know we've been through a lot, but I don't know. I I didn't know I meant so much to you. Well, indeed. With you gone, it was one less person to take shit from Vipira, so I had to bring (laughs) you back. That's true, that's true. She's not wrong. Now, we are going with into all the sewers. But yeah, you can stay and rest. But I, no, I, I gotta, I gotta help you guys. And he tries to stand up, and he's like his legs wobble, and he like falls back down. He pukes again. You're in no condition, Yendo. You stay here and rest. We'll take care of this. It's See, good to have you back. Rugyar's the wise one, so you know you should do it. Oh, it's good to be back. All right, I'll I'll rest up for you guys. You better come back out of that out of those sewers and 
Get ready for old Yando to be back in fit fighting shape. Hey, we've cheated death how many times already? What's one more? Death itself isn't enough for us, apparently. So, uh, Aluna, uh, she, she's just kind of letting you guys have your reunion. And she says, uh, pardon me, but uh, I, I've been meaning to ask you, did, did you find anything at the dye works? I know you're planning on going into the sewers below the city, but uh, I was just curious uh, how your investigation was going. Well, we found the dead corpses of what was most of the remaining Six Wise Crows, but we believe Dundon, the last living member, is taken by a bunch of half-elves into the sewers. Do you tell her about the uh, the written... Yeah. Like, okay. that detailed their plan to switch the shields. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I wanted to ask her if she, like, had examined the, the Shattered Shield of Arnison at all since we, uh, since we talked yesterday. Yes, yes, I, I actually did go and look at it. Uh, it looks as ever immaculate, or as immaculate as a Shattered Shield can look, I suppose. Uh, I examined it with a magical eye, and it appears to be the same artifact that has always stood there. If the evidence that you found is to be believed, then if they left one piece, then I suppose that could be enough to to fool uh, any divinations that would try to read a magical aura. I, I hope that you can find the remaining pieces down in that sewer so we can restore this artifact back to its uh, proper state. At the very least, find out uh, what in the world they need the the other pieces for, that they don't need this remaining piece. Well, it all starts with us finding Dundon. Indeed. Well, since you say that, uh, you have potentially a very serious mission ahead of you. And she uh, reaches into her robes, uh, and she pulls out two magical wands. I hope you won't uh, find too much need for these, but better to have these than not. Uh, one is a wand. They're both full. One is a wand of cure moderate wounds. Oh, oh my god. And the other is a wand of lesser restoration. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Oh. Everyone be cool. Pretend like we've seen this before. Give those to our <laughs> healers. <laughs> yep, yep. Randolph, those are yours. <laughs> before we do head out, would it be too much to impose on, on a Luna for a couple of cure or uh, restoration castings she has two restoration spells prepared uh, that's all we need because each one gets rid of all the temporary negative levels that is correct so one for Rogyar and one for Thalias okay so you guys finish your shopping or you, what, are you, what are you doing now sounds like it's about time to go into the sewers 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 Crowd saying sewers. Okay, so you return to the dye works, and uh, you notice uh, the Pathfinder setting equivalent of, like, just huge yellow crime scene tape just surrounding the whole uh, property. Uh, You actually have to kind of, like, make your way through uh, a sparse crowd of who you have to assume are like employees of the dye works 
People show up for work in the morning, like, what the fuck happened here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, like, like, people, you hear kind of like people talking to each other, like, yo, I heard that, like, somebody died here last night. Oh, did they fall in the ooze vat? Oh, no. Wait, uh, they knew that was a I, goddamn thing. <laughs> they're like, no, I heard Killebrandt was, like, doing some real shady shit. Like, where is she? I heard she's dead, dude. Like, oh, my God. Like, who's, who's going to pay us for the whole week? Oh, no. Working class problems. But yeah, so you guys, uh, nobody stops you from uh, just kind of ducking through uh, the tape and you uh, make while, your... While we're doing that, I'm like, oh, geez, what happened here? Oh, this is crazy. <laughs> uh, so you uh, you make your way back into the, uh, like the mill and uh, you see somebody in there waiting for you. Uh, she is almost unrecognizable from where you left her last night. Daswin Arbery. Ah. She's cleaned herself up. She's wearing some shiny new armor. She has a bow strung on her back. Uh, and she's just kind of like sitting at one of the benches. Uh, she looked like very, very bored. And then she saw you come in. She stands up. She says, oh, I was wondering when you'd get here. Oh, I didn't expect to see you back here so soon. Figured you'd had your fill of this place. I can't sit idly by when I know that there's danger afoot. And she, uh, she kind of looks over at Vipira. She kind of holds her gaze on you for a second. She gives you a smile. And she says, I thought I'd better show you all what the Knights of Ozum are capable of. I don't want you thinking we're all a bunch of pushovers. No, no, who would think that? Uh, I would. I nudge Vipira. Girl, hard. Wow, you're really pushing your luck. Well, I can't wait to prove you wrong. Well, I hope so. Well, shall we get to it? If we wait much longer, I'm not going underground again. I've been waiting here all morning. I can't wait. Yeah, but we're losing time, so. Yep. All right, so she is the first to the great, and she kind of, uh, she gets down on her knees and she uh, grips uh, her fingers through the through the holes in the in the grate and she just like like puts her whole body into it and, just, uh, and the the grate slides to the side and she just kind of looks down into the darkness. She says, "Well, who's going first? Vipira goes in first, and as she's descending, looks back up. Oh, by the way. We brought him back to life ourselves and goes invisible. Now she's mad at Aubrey? I'm flabbergasted by my Pira repeatedly. Yeah, yeah Uhtred's like kind of in shock. Like, he understood the I see but... every per- like Jesus every Christ. person right now who has an issue with me over that specific... Uh, it. Basically, Vipira blames everyone in the Knights of Ozum for Sito being a bitch. Right, so Viper is wow. now racist against Knights of Ozum. Got it. <laughs> 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 All right, Uchid will cast Dancing Lights and send him down after Vipera and then make his way down. All right. Me and Thelias do our whole shtick of who goes first. They're like, oh, after you, sir. <laughs> no, after you. No, you should go first. Well, I'll, I'll be right behind you. Then you both manage okay, to at the first. same time. Uh, Rogier is going to be the last one to go in. And like... If anyone was to, to look back, you would actually see him just kind of like staring down into this this great like into this this hole in the ground, and he'd almost be like subconsciously floating 
backwards a little bit. And after a moment, he just, he closes his eyes, takes a deep breath, and just starts floating down the hole. Eyes still shut. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Okay. Vigil's brick sewer tunnels vary in width, but most contain a three-foot deep sewage-filled trough running along the floor with narrow ledges on one or both sides of the trough. These ledges and uh, you'll find uh, makeshift wooden walkways frequently connecting them uh, offer a way to traverse the sewers without entering the foul waters. Covered with slippery grime, these ledges and walkways pose a hazard to anyone attempting to traverse them quickly. Any creature charging or running along them Uh, must succeed at an acrobatics check at the end of the movement or slip into the trough and fall prone. A creature injured while within a trough risks contracting filth fever. Uh, Ceiling heights in the sewer vary between 3 and 8 feet. Okay, good thing we can all fly now, right boys? That's right. There are narrow grates uh, along the ceilings that admit dim light during daylight hours, uh, but uh, these grates are all clearly uh, firmly affixed into the stone and don't make easy entrances into the sewer passages. So, you all enter the sewers. I would like a perception check from everybody. Uh, that's a 16. Yeah, Uchir got a 13. A 29. Give me survival checks, too. Because uh, as, as soon as you get down here, uh, you notice... Uh, you, you can start to... Uh, notice signs of like a trail to to track 11 and 20 6 uh 22 okay so vipira and uh Thalias have a pretty easy time uh following these tracks you know that there was a number of creatures uh in a group they came and returned from the same direction so you're following this trail for about a half hour and uh, Vipira, you uh, pick up on the sound of a conversation. All right, uh, I tell everybody to kind of like uh, halt, like get in a whisper because I'm invisible, so I can't like just put my hand up for it. Um, I just tell everybody to kind of like hold up, hold up. What is it? I'll tell you in a second. Do do I hear what's going on in this conversation, or is it a? Uh, or is it just like those? You'll need it's to a get, private conversation. You'll need to get like right now. You you can hear the sound of talking, but you'll need to get closer to um, like, make out. I tell everybody to kind of like hold up real quick. If I'm not back in like a minute and a half, uh, you know, continue down. Assume something bad happened. Um, so Viper is gonna uh, walk to where she can hear just a little bit more uh, clearly. So you can hear uh, multiple people talking. And once you get close enough to hear to hear them, uh, you, like, you round a corner and you just like, like stick your head out around the corner and you can see uh, three uh, armored people. You recognize the armor that you found uh, on that half-elf back in the dye works very sinister looking armor so Vipira, you're listening to this conversation it's not about the weather but it 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 might uh amuse you uh still because they are uh like one of them is like 
on one knee, uh, bent over with... You're not really sure what's in his hand, but he's like... Looks like he's like scrubbing the floor. And the other one's like, hurry up already. And the other one's like, this grime, like our footprints just stick right into it. Like, you, you, you could help me. We've already covered our tracks up to this point. Yosijuan said he wanted to, to cover up any evidence. So, like, can hurry up before those lumbering filth eaters and gross spines and come this way. I want to get back to, I want to get back to base. And they're just kind of like talking about, looks like they're covering their tracks from the day before. All right. Um, Vipira would uh, go back down the line to tell others about her findings. Uh, I'm back. It seems like there's three, uh, three rather heavily armored humanoid um, creatures up ahead. Yeah, it seems like uh, all they're carrying around are uh, swords. Funnily enough, they're trying to cover up their tracks. Okay. Uhtred wants to cast Mirror Image then. Okay. Uh, Das one at a Vipira saying looks like they're covering their tracks. Das one says, oh, we, uh, we better stop them from doing that. Sounds like a plan to me. She draws her bow. Vipira starts, uh, leading the way. Well, kind of leading the way. She's ahead of everybody. So, what kind of marching order are we doing, and what's your plan of attack? Well, probably let Vipira go up and get, like, a surprise round, right? That'd be tight. I can be close to the front. I got mirror images up. Okay. Yeah, Rogiar would be probably behind behind Randolph and Thalias, but in front of Doswin. Okay, so, Vipira, you are approaching. You, around the corner, and you're approaching these three armored individuals as you're walking you're you're walking on one of the raised platforms and then to your right is the trough and then beyond that is another raised platform as you're approaching these guys they uh two of them are ahead of you and a third one is across the trough on the other raised platform and they they're standing in front of a couple wooden planks uh that cross the trough forming a bridge Vipira is going to start um, uh, finding her way towards an easily flankable one and try to get uh, on the back of him. Uh, she'd like to go to the green one over on this side here. Uh, so uh, behind the most south uh, one um, on his uh, east side. Okay, uh, so give me a stealth check, please. And being invisible is an extra 20, correct? 41. I made three perception checks. My highest perception check was a 37. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. That's terrifying. <laughs> so, Vipira is in position, and uh, of a I don't think you guys discussed any sort of like signal or I think they anything. probably assume any sort of attacking sounds is going to be <laughs> is going to be the thing. Vipira is going to uh claw claw. Well, she's going to claw as a standard action. All right. This is the right, surprise right, right. round. This surprise. All right. A uh 
It's 30 hit. 30 does hit. All right. Uh, for 13, 26 damage. Oh! You did oh, a yeah. shit job at uh, at cleaning up your goddamn it, no punchline. Come in, guys. Yeah, you lost the thread there. <laughs> <laughs> I pierced something else. Yep. And everybody roll for initiative. Okay, so you hear the sound of Vipera clawing one of the knights, dealing how much damage? 26 damage. Okay. Uh, and as... I'll just kind of give you all a, a pseudo surprise round, and you all move in to position. With that, it is Uhtred's turn. You, The first thing you notice is that Vipera put herself in the... Like, uh, worst possible position. The least... The least uh, beneficial position to be helped by anybody, any one of her allies. Yeah, but she made sure she was facing the guy by himself and not facing off one on two. Yep, yep, yep. Alright, I'm going to cast Frostbite and then move up to red and deliver it through my scimitar. Okay. Oh boy. Uh Uh-oh. The first one's a natural 20 for a 33 to hit. 33 hits. So uh, the crit confirmation is a 35. Okay, that definitely confirms. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here. Give me a card. Oh, man. All right. So the slashing crit is called knockback, double damage, and the target is pushed 1d6 squares directly away. And the magic crit is called frozen, double damage, and if it's a cold spell, the target takes 1d4 dex damage with no save. Ooh. Holy shit, isn't this a cold spell? Yeah, it's frostbite. It does non-lethal cold damage. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, feels like I should kind of have to go with that, right? <laughs> I know I would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I am. Alright, so it takes 13 damage from the... Sim- uh, are they chaotic? Yes, they are. Okay. So I gotta roll two d6. Yep. For from the scimitar damage with the crit damage, it's a total of twenty-two. Very nice. Then there's also fourteen points of non-lethal cold damage from the spell. Wouldn't that get doubled too? I think so, right? Uh, yeah, it would. Uh, yeah, roll it again. So another thirteen. So it's what twenty-seven. Uh, so it's 12, uh, yeah, uh, 12, nah, 26, 26. 26. Damn. And he's fatigued. And he's fatigued. Is he still conscious? <laughs> yes, he's still conscious. Okay, then, because I dealt non-lethal damage with my favorite weapon, I'm going to try and intimidate him. Okay. So I rolled a 27 on the intimidate check, and then a max out of 4 on the dex damage. Oh. Wow. Okay, this guy is shaken. He's going to be shaken for two rounds. Level 9 Uhtred. <laughs> right? Damn. <laughs> Uhtred hit his power spike. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or we're just finally facing something that's living that he can use his built, built-in combo for. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, up next is Rogyar. All right. Well, Rogyar is going to fly out to be hanging out pretty much just hanging over the the middle of the trough 
Uh, but okay. yeah, midair. He's going to uh, he's going to shoot a cold blast at the blue one, which is ten feet behind the one that Utra just hit. Okay. And he's going to yeah he's gonna he's gonna have to take a burn, but he's going to do the uh, entangling infusion on top of the distance that I'm gonna need to hit him. So that's one point of burn, and we got a cold blast. That's a 26 against his touch AC. That hits. All right. And that is 22 cold damage. And I need a reflex save. 14. 14 is a fail. He is entangled, which means he moves at half speed, cannot run or charge, has a minus two on attack rolls, and a minus four to dexterity. (laughs) What are you feeling left out? Okay. Uh, up next is Doswin. Doswin's going to uh, do a full attack. Why are all uh, your NPCs <laughs> kill stealers? I don't know why it's so important to you that you kill this guy before. Uh. Uh, instead, like, I I wouldn't want him to turn around and smack me with his sword. Well, he has uh, a minus four to his attack. Just and attack the blue one instead. He'll learn his lesson. Uh, yeah, well, you know, every, literally every other enemy has soft cover from somebody. That's true. So, yeah, she's going to shoot the one that she has an open line of sight to. And it kind of makes sense that she would purposely try and kill any of the ones in front of Viper to, like, make it a point, like... I've got you. Yeah, who's, you're yeah. the useless one. Good thing I was here to save you. <laughs> Jeez. She's going to uh, smite evil on this guy. Ayamade, help me strike down these vicious these vicious men hiding underground. So she's going to uh, deadly aim, do her smite evil. First attack hits. Oh, and she's got many shot too, so that's double. Ooh, second attack's a natural one. Oh, God. Uh, doesn't confirm with a natural 17. And then her last shot is a natural 20 and natural 15 is going to confirm that oh baby so she's definitely getting this kill so let's see here it's a many shot wow almost maxed almost maxed that out uh god damn it so how how does many shot work again it's literally just like i I do damage damage twice twice. yeah 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 all right so that's yeah like the first shot is literally just two arrows so you just do damage twice so she deals 49 points of damage with that many shot. Jesus. <laughs> this guy's still up. So let's Jesus, talk about that uh, crit. Got a lot of health. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this piercing is called punctured lung, which uh-huh. is double damage. So this is times three with the bow. And the target begins to drown three rounds later. Jesus. <laughs> and he'll need to make a... Up. And he'll need to make a DC 20 fortitude save each round to end the drowning effect. That's a clean 60 damage. <laughs> right through this guy's lung. And he just like puts his hand up and just like grips onto the tip of the arrow protruding out of his chest. And he falls back into the trough dead. Up next is Vipira. 
fuck it. If these I, guys are these guys are still flat footed. Yep, my pier is gonna go into this uh, space here. What space is that? Uh, flanking <laughs> with. God damn it! Flanking with the so uh, Utrid on this uh, against the red here. Also, and also flanked. being flanked by the two remaining knights. Yeah, well, they certainly won't both turn and crack you in the head. Ew. Does a 19 hit the flat-footed? 19 does not oh, hit flat-footed. Wait, we get that. We still. Do I still have that plus one plus from the? You guys are you still do. benefiting from your harrow bonus. Yes. 20. 20 still doesn't hit. Oh my <laughs> god! I tried. Okay, it is now Randolph's turn. I was gonna say Randolph's fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, Freudian slip. So Randolph looks at Elias like, shit, <laughs> like all the fucking, you know, action that's gone on in the last six seconds. <laughs> Better get in there. We hustle in. There's 20. Uh, I'm actually going to do a crossing the log thing here. I'm going to take a double move to do it. Okay. And Elias going to swing on um, first uh, night looking man that he runs into, Red. Okay. Let's go dirty T. Oh, he'll make a power attack. Why not? 29 to hit. 29 hits. That's uh, eight damage. This is the same but, guy that got like that lost his dex too. Yeah. Holy shit. That armor must be insane. Yeah. Well, I'm his, assuming his AC on. is almost coming not from dex at all. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, with I I completely forgot about that dex damage. Oh my shit. god. Dex. Dex damage wouldn't have gone into it because he's already flat-footed, though. Yeah. Wait, are you saying it didn't hit or it did hit? I'm saying Thalias hit, but Viperia still oh. didn't hit. Wow. Oh, so, wait, I'm just, I'm just curious now. When he becomes not flat-footed, is his AC going to go down? I don't even understand how that would work. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, because, because, like, if he's flat-footed, it doesn't take your dex into account at all, even if your dex yeah. is a penalty. Uh, I think... Yeah, hold on a second. Because your flat-footed can't be higher than your base AC. If these guys already have a low deck score, yeah, because their flat-footed is the same as their regular AC. So if it looks like if, if taking dex damage drops your full AC lower than what your flat-footed AC would be, your flat-footed drops with your regular AC. At least that's the call I'm going to make for now. So let's retroactively have Vipira do damage for her the claw that she originally missed with, but I think she actually would have hit. That sounds good to me. Yeah, because that's a um, 36 damage coming at him. Plus, it is going to be a... um, uh, minus four to uh, attack. All right. So that means that when Thalias comes and smacks him, uh, he actually Say falls it. unconscious with Uhtred's yes. non-lethal damage. Perfect. We'll be able to interrogate him after we kill his friend. Uh, up next is the remaining armored knight who is going to uh, turn to Vipira, who is standing right in front of him and say, you good doers from the surface, so troublesome. 
I'll show you what happens when you meddle with affairs that you don't understand. And he's going to smite good on Vipira. Oh, shit. Didn't even know that was a spell? It's an ability? Yep. Means these guys <laughs> that's are probably anti-paladins. With Entangled, that's only going to be a 30 to hit. Yeah, 30. 30 hits. Vipira, I need you to make a will save. Oh. Oh, no. Um. All right, hold up, hold up. Before you start calling things. Well, um, you haven't told him what the answer is. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's eight right now, but hold up. I got uh, I got buffs in the uh, in the hopper here. You better have a fuck ton of buffs. Let the man work. Let him work. <laughs> if you're if you're eyeing those uh, bonuses from your harrow reading, they don't stack with themselves. Right, right. So I have the plus one to will, and then if I add, nah, it's not worth it. I could get up to 14. Um, all right. Do your worst. All right, so he uh, swings his longsword and buries itself in Vipira, who takes 32 points of damage. Fuck! He says, yeah, there's more where that came from. And it's now Uhtred's turn. Yeah, that's, that's big talk for a guy who now is in a five-on-one. That's true. <laughs> well, as soon as his friend wakes back up, it'll be two on five again. Yeah, true. All right. It's going to move up to, like, right above Vipira. I guess it's going to be one swing of Valo. Oh, that's so oh close to being a, a crit <laughs> confirmed on the first one. All right, crit yes. threat. I rolled a 14 <laughs> if that was a 15. All right. Uh, how does a 27 do to hit? 27 hits. Okay. Um, I gotta roll 2d6. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Alright, so the scimitar is gonna deal 21 damage, and then there's gonna be another 15 non-lethal cold damage. The target is fatigued, and I'm gonna roll an intimidate check to demoralize him. And that's a 20 to intimidate on a 3. Oh, <laughs> Wow. Okay, he'll be shaken for one round. Okay, up next is Rogier. Okay, Rogier is going to fly a bit closer, uh, seeing this guy pretty well busy. And Rogier is going to unleash another cold blast at him with that entangling infusion again. It's a 26 to hit. 26 hits. And that is 31 cold damage, and I need a reflex save. 22 reflex save. Wow. Wow. Even with the minus two from Shaken, minus four dex and all that. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, because he's fatigued. <laughs> <laughs> Shaken doesn't, Shaken doesn't a- affect saves, does it? No, it is. It's it all yeah. d20 rolls, isn't it? Yeah. Entangled... Uh, is a minus two because of the dex penalty? Yep, it's a minus four to dex for being entangled already. Okay, so... And fatigue must yes. hurt his reflex, right? No. Nah. I, uh, I think it's minus two to strength and dex, actually. Strength and dex, yep. So, so that would okay, go into so his that's reflex. that's a total of minus five. <laughs> so that's 17. a 17. 17 fails. He is rooted to the spot. Holy shit, he's also unconscious. 
Yo, that dude's status conditions started reading like a fucking recipe. Like, all right, first, first you're shaking him, then you uh, lower his decks by four, and then you bring him to the ground. And I have to imagine when he's unconscious, I, you you know he's done. I have to think this guy is like just still standing upright. I just like froze his armor in place. <laughs> Wow, we're so, uh, we're really synergizing, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was tight. Although I, I think it would probably still stand out that all three of these guys, <laughs> between the three of them, made one single attack, <laughs> <laughs> and and dealt how much damage? Thirty. Thirty-two. Something. Yeah, like yeah. Thirty-two damage. Yeah, I take so. out the sh- the I take out the sword that's embedded into my uh, shoulder blade. Like, somebody wanna somebody wanna fix that for me? Hey, uh, uh, I'll be right over. I was just getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cast a CMW, and I'll use it from the wand because uh, those things are awesome. I'll do it twice from the wand. Check that out. All right. It's, if you're doing it from the wand, it's 2d8 plus 3, not 2d8 plus 5. Okay. So what did uh, Vipira heal? 14 and then 12. Oh, uh, good fight, everyone. Uh, Vipira, do you need that looked at? Is, is, it, is it better now? We're good. We can move out. Well, Vipira looks about. at the unconscious uh, bodies in front of her. What do we do with these two? I think we should tie him up and interrogate them. Also, oh, oh, yes. Let's loot him. So you take a look at the gear on these guys. These guys are all outfitted the same. Uh, so in total, you find three potions of bark skin. Uh, they're each wearing plus one full plate, although I'm not sure if uh, those are easy to uh, lug around with you or not. Um you got plus uh, three plus one light steel shields, three plus one long swords, twelve javelins, three uh, magical talismans. Uh, Are they? They're all the same talismans, or yeah, they they each had a magical talisman. They look like they're the same talisman. A silver unholy symbol in the shape of a skull, and a wooden holy symbol in the shape of an upright rapier on a red field. Interesting. Uchid rolled a 25 spellcraft on the... The talismans? Yes. Okay. They are each lesser talismans of arrow protection. So a talisman of arrow protection, uh, they bear the insignia and name of martyred saints. The first time that the wearer is hit by two or more ranged attacks in a single round... Uh, actually, one of these would be burned out then because uh, Doswin peppered that first guy. Two or more ranged attacks in a single round. He is immediately affected by protection from arrows. The spell, which gives you uh, DR10 magic against arrows. But then her smite would have ignored the DR anyway. So Right, and even if it didn't, the amount of damage she dealt it was crit. was more than enough. <laughs> yeah. So you find two of those. You can make some uh, knowledge religion checks for the uh, holy symbols that they have. I've never seen those before in my life. <laughs> uh, 23 for Uhtred. Okay. So Randolph and Uhtred, you uh, you each recognize the first holy symbol as one of uh, dedicated to Ergothoa, the goddess of undeath and gluttony. Uhtred, 
uh, is the only one to recognize the other holy symbol, an upright rapier on a red field belonging to Arasni. Oh, really? That's an mm. odd holy symbol for them to have. All right. Um, yeah, I think Uhtred would think it's time to tie him up and then wake one up and start questioning him. All right. That all transpires. You got to start telling us who you are and where Dundon is. I don't know who Dundon is. And as for who I am, well, we'll see you next week. Oh, no. no. The Inspired and Confidence Podcast. Steve. See ya. Did he really say that, though? <laughs> See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.